which leads me to my next question, bro. Oh, man. And this could be as long-winded as possible, as, yeah. as long-winded as you want, or this could be another discussion. This could be episode two. Yeah. <laughs> I did this with Jake, and, and what I thought was great, and you actually mentioned it. Um, so I'll probably end up – I don't know how to add the flag here. I'll probably end up, like, making this its own little, like, tidbit. Yeah. But what is your take on mental toughness? It sounds like you think it can be taught or developed. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, I a hundred percent think that it can be taught. Um, developed developed is probably the better – the best way I would describe it. Um, just because I think that um, – I think that there's a lot – there's a lot – be, getting to coach youth wrestlers, I learned a lot. Um, just seeing the way children do things, but then I also, you know, also kind of studying this myself, um, having my own journey with it. Um, I think that a lot of your early experiences in life um, can help shape your mental toughness. Um, whether that's being a being an athlete at a young age, um, just having a very determined personality at whatever it is that you're doing, but I think that I kind of hit on it earlier. Um, I think that every time you allow yourself to push through a barrier and get into that really uncomfortable spot, um, and, and maybe that uncomfortable spot that you've never been before, that's whenever you're developing mental toughness. Um, to me, um, the, the idea, let's say, of breaking another person. All that really is um, in sport is taking them to a place that they've never been and then pushing them a little bit farther. And then they've never been there and they've, they've, they'll kind of fall apart. So it's not – mental toughness is not really good cardio. Um, mental toughness is – really good cardio can help you develop mental toughness and a lot of people with really good cardio are very mentally tough people um but let's say developing mental toughness in jiu-jitsu in particular so you can have mental toughness in basketball but and you can use that experience from mental toughness in basketball to help you learn mental toughness in jiu-jitsu but i'd say mental toughness in jiu-jitsu is its own specific thing so if you've been if you've been in round, let's say you're rolling seven minute rounds and it's the fifth round and the four rounds before that were all with a bunch of killers. And now you're going with the toughest dude on the mat. Right. And so you're just experiencing seven minutes of getting smashed. Right. And let's say that person's kind of a dick and they're deciding to just cook you and mount. So you can all experience that you're, you're more exhausted than you've ever been in your life. Now you've got this, 250 pound gorilla of a human on top of you smashing you as a white belt i was there i panicked i freaked out um oh i remember you used to get claustrophobic bro. yeah so i would yeah i would get claustrophobic and, yeah you should share that dude and you... and, and and that was and that, that's what i'm saying and that was that was something i had to really work through because I had a you know i had like it was, this guy was actually like a 350 pound former nfl player yeah um I remember that human on Mount smashing me and I panicked and you came um, from wrestling where you're not on yeah, your golf. Yeah. And coming from wrestling and, and coming from wrestling, especially where you let your heart rate get up to its max. So you're not ever chilling when you can chill. So I was just sitting there 
burning all my energy trying to get them off of me and it was impossible. So I, I tapped. It's the one and only time I've tapped a pressure. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, that's, <laughs> it's important to say, uh, but I think that with, with that being said, that, that taught me because even as a, even as a brown belt or I mean, and not that I, I just haven't had it happen since I've been a black belt, but as a brown belt, I was rolling with a, a very high level. I think he was a four time, um, black belt world champion. His name is, he goes by Tusa. Um, but it, he was, he was a really good black belt that I got to train with on a regular basis on New Mexico. And he passed my guard after, and this was, I think this was a second time of the day that I'd rolled with him and I'd rolled with a bunch of killers. He passed my guard and got to mount and he was smashing me. And every one of my instincts said, freak out, run away, get out of here. This guy's trying to kill you because the, in, in any other situation in life that you're in that setting, every survival instinct is like, get out of here, right? You're, you're never going to put yourself in a situation like that. And so, but what did I do? I went back to my earlier experiences as a white belt because I'd been there before. Right. And I told myself I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to do that. And, and I had had multiple situations leading up to that period before I was a brown belt that I was in the same spot. Right. Uh So I think that's what allowed me to be mentally tough enough to frame on his hips, get on my side, get my half guard back and then get back in the fight rather than like putting my, you know, pretending like I'm defending, but really I'm just giving up an arm bar um, that, you know, I, and, and to me that was a, in a lot of ways I was like, this is, this, this is a really bad spot, but I'm not dead. Um, so I think that that's yeah. an example of you developing mental toughness. It's not that I'm, um, it, it's, it's not that that position is any different, is any different of a feeling than it was when I was a white belt versus a brown belt. It's just, I'm familiar with what that feeling you, is. I've been there before. You've yeah. examined it enough to, uh, yeah. to analyze it yeah, and, and thus deal with it. Yeah. I mean, dude, I had to do that when I had like all that anxiety and depression. Yeah, bro. And that's, and it that's was like, it, yeah. it was like no choice almost given to me until I had to learn how to handle it. Yeah. But one yeah. thing, one thing that can add to that, I think, and tell me what you think um people also make often make the mistake and i don't think this helps their mental toughness or or their just their overall mentality people often make the mistake of um judging their baseline off Mm -hmm. of their best performance rather than adjusting their baseline off of their worst performances yeah so like say your fifth round you're tired as shit and like god damn you got this beast going and it's like god this is gonna be a tough round like you can lower your own personal standards to like, how good do I do at my best? Yeah. Like, and, and I get uh pretty defensive. Like uh, I, cause I'm a smaller guy. Yeah. Um, I, and I, I, not that nobody's working, but it's, I feel like it's a lot of extra work when everybody weighs more than you. Even though, sure. without a doubt yeah even when they say it's it's like a small man's sport i don't really roll like a small guy i kind of like that's like probably kind of my my problem like i kind of like clash i don't know yeah. like a, um so like basically when i i've kind of learned like a defensive route like like uh like i'm 
I think I've been in such so many bad positions and overwhelmed so many times by bigger people or just like exhausted from rolling with a lot of people that like I kind of have an understanding of when I'm in danger and when I'm not. Yeah. And where danger is coming from. Thus, like, I don't judge my baseline off of like, fuck, I'm tired. I'm not at my best. Yeah. And then you start panicking, you start freaking out and you just go in with the mentality of like this, this role is going to suck. I'm going to get my ass kicked. And then what happens to you? Exactly that. Right. Yeah. Like I go into it with like the, the mentality of like, okay, you can survive this role. Yeah. And that's like where my expectations are. It's not like I can dominate or I'm going to get dominated. It's like, dude, like you can roll a fifth round. Yeah. Yeah. You You don't have to sit out. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to sit out. And that's, and that's that decision to, that, that it's, it's all about decisions, right? Mental, I think developing mental toughness is all within the decisions that you make to push yourself farther than you've been put, you know, and that's, it's like the cheesy things that you hear um, in like youth sports, push yourself outside of your comfort zone, this, that, and the other. But all of a sudden those start really reigning true. The more you develop as an athlete that you realize like, no, it is a choice. As it, long as you're not like, yeah, within reason, as long as you're not yeah. like, not don't overheat yourself or no 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 yeah i'm not saying to like go there and like like try to be a david goggins and and run 100 miles in the desert like that's that's kind of drinking much water yeah yeah like that's not very smart i'm saying that it's it's in that decision to um it's in that decision to try to fight out of a bad situation knowing that you're more exhausted than you've ever been but rather than just giving up, trying to go a little bit farther than you think you can. And that's when you develop, that's whenever you, to me, you're giving yourself permission to be, to become more mentally tough. So that's whenever we are talking about developing it, mm-hmm. uh, having, having somebody, you know, ha- jujitsu is a probably, I mean, like jujitsu, wrestling, martial, martial arts in general, I would say, because striking is just as much of a mental, like it's, I, I think for me, um striking was so much of a mental game um because i wasn't as good at it as i was grappling um so developing mental toughness and striking i had to literally go back to base one like all right every one of these rounds is going to suck when you're going up against like former professional kickboxers and boxers like it's so it's it's all about like understanding like hey i'm gonna get I'm going to, whether that, and that's the same thing that would go for a white belt, understanding that, Hey, like you're going to get beat up and that's okay. It's not, that's not what people are going to judge you on. People aren't going to think you suck because they're tapping you out six times. Realistically, that's, that's probably why they kept doing jujitsu because if the purple belt isn't tapping out the, the, the white belt six times, then that probably means jujitsu doesn't work super well. Like that's, right. so it's not, it's, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal that the white belt gets tapped out, but it's the way that they, to me, it's the way they carry themselves after they get tapped out. It's the way they carry themselves in the role. Are they going to, are they going to, I call it take your ball and go home where once they've got tapped out twice, they just, they just shell up and don't roll with you anymore because they don't want to get tapped again. Like that's, um, that's where you're going to develop your mental toughness is, Hey, I got tapped out six times, but I'm still going after this guy. The, the, difference, gonna, yeah. the difference between thinking like, I don't want to roll again because he keeps tapping me. And yeah. then in the difference between that and 
why do you keep tapping me? Yeah, exactly. Like, like how do you keep doing that? Understanding like just, that you're that getting small. Yeah. yeah. At the end of class, you should have the opportunity to ask questions. And uh, if you're getting tapped or beat, especially if it's something super consistent, you know, just having the, the humility to ask, like, hey, like, this guy keeps grabbing this or I, or I keep getting stuck. Yeah. Like just yeah, any, exactly. anything rather than being like, Oh, I got beat. I'm not going to roll that person. I'm going to avoid hard rolls. Yeah. It's like, yeah. if you really think about it in a logical sense, if you have a hard roll, you should calm your heart rate down enough to think about at least, you know, three at the very minimum, three points in that hard roll that you had a hard time that you need yeah. to work on. Yeah. And that's the studying aspect you were talking about earlier. Like, mm-hmm. and also that helps with your mental toughness. Like you're not a quitter. You're, you're, yeah, well, and if you, and if you can have a logical approach, if you can, and that's where having, having techniques, um, cause if you're using your brain, if you're using your brain to try to have to like you, if you don't have the reaction automatically there, that muscle memory, and you're having to use your brain to try to think about the technique you're actually going to exhaust yourself so much more. But if you have, if you already have that knowledge there, um, the ability to problem solve is, is going to be way less exhausting um, because you already know what you should be doing. It's a, it's a, um, it's a pretty interesting thing, but um, you'll notice that if, if you're all of a sudden in a bad situation that like you've never been in, then trying to get out of it is way more exhausting and almost scary, let's say, um, than it is if like you've been there before and you know the you know the steps to get out of it. Right. Like you know, like you know the steps to the day one arm bar that you learned. Um so but yeah dude, hey, um I don't know I don't know if I was, my, my phone's gonna die here and like no, no. I was <laughs> okay. about to say I was about okay. to say I gotta get to bed and I don't want any more mosquitoes biting you up, bro. But I do appreciate doing this. Dude, this is awesome, man. Thanks we'll, for inviting me on. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what they want. But maybe uh, we'll see what the listeners want. But maybe uh, we indeed do have a setup for a second episode. Yeah. And get into all that. And yeah. Hopefully they don't just say like that guy's that guy sucks. That guy's stupid. <laughs> that guy's I don't. Idiot. I don't respect him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna roll with him. Yeah. He's gonna tap me twice. He's not gonna tap me at all. I'm gonna tap him out, and I'm gonna wipe out. I'm going to watch some more Deadliest Catch and come up with some questions for your rescue swimming. Yeah. But, hey, yeah. dude, I appreciate you doing this. I yeah, can't dude. wait till uh, you're actually consistently on the mats. Yeah. No, I'm excited for that, too, dude. I'm, I'm, I bet I'm more excited than you are, um, just so you know. Well, yeah, except for the fact that you've already put me on a strike plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. All right. Well, I'll, I'll uh, yeah. Um, All right, bro. You have a good night. You too, man. All right. Later. Yeah. I think the podcast is fucking sick. If you're listening to it and you're like, you know, I don't know if I want to listen to the next episode of this podcast. You're probably a bitch ass. You need to listen to the next episode of this podcast and keep listening to it. Um, Because my friends down here are trying to make shit happen and we're going to make some shit happen.